0: Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets powered by BetSports. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and as is Tuesday tradition, we lend Andy back to the folks at BetSports Golf and bring in Mr. Matthew Rooney. And I wanted to start by asking you a question, Matt, because something oh, just looks okay. wrong to me. Apparently, the White Sox lost three times in a row to the Twins. That has to be a mistake, right? They got no, they one of those games.
1: The The White Sox are off to a little bit of a slow start. That's okay. That's okay. Dan's Braves are off to a little bit of a slow start. The Houston Astros are off to a little bit of a slow start. It's all right. It's cold. They don't like playing in the cold. They've had some bad luck here and there. They've had some injuries. We'll be fine. It's a sprint, not a marathon. This is actually, I think, seen the the Sox get down to like minus 175 some places to win the AL Central. This is uh this is about when you want to hop on that uh, hop on that prop is probably the best value you're gonna find for it. Um, I, I know Andy was was texting me this morning on, on slack and, and give me a little bit of crap he, he sent his uh whatever plus whatever i forgot what, what number he got the twins to win the division at but he, was, he was, could cash it i think it was bet like 150 to win like 160 or he's gonna he could cash out for like 160 something he was thinking about cashing out on that now and making the 11 dollar
0: profit i said go for it i think <laughs> that might be the best profit you're gonna get go ahead and cash out on it just anything really to distract myself from whatever the Sixers tried to do last night. So thank you, thank you for being so nice about that.
1: How about uh, how about your guy Kyle Schwarber with that little freak out the other night too? That was—I don't think they won that game, but they <laughs> won that moment for
0: sure. We'll see. It's anything to get the Phillies going. It's you know again, I always talk about my mom and the Phillies. She actually told me the other day that she doesn't want to go to a Phillies game right now. So wow. get your shit together, Phillies.
1: I Phillies fan not White Sox fans aren't to the extent of aggressiveness as Phillies fans but I feel like there's some kindred spirit there, kind of a little bit of a a blue collar fan base who instead of they get more angry with their teams than sad about their teams and tend to do the whole yeah like we're not going to show up kind of thing I don't want to go to a game there's a what White Sox attendance has been pretty good to start the year and there, there's been a whole lot of we're not going to games until they figure it out or till Tony LaRusse is fired. It's been a, it's been a fun toxic place. White Sox Twitter has been so far this year through the, through the rough start. I'm, I'm sure Philly's Twitter has been pretty similar.
0: Well, now that we're feeling really good, let's talk about something actually positive. we got some NFL draft props, but there's some good news. We have a great offer from our sponsors, FanDuel. If you are lucky enough to be in a state that has draft props, unlike me, you just go in, bet $5 on any draft prop and you immediately get $125 in site credit. So at least $5 in any draft prop, whether it wins, whether it loses, doesn't even matter. You don't have to wait, go in, make the bet. The site credit comes over right away. Um, Pretty solid offer. You can see the states um, down there at the bottom, and there will be a link um, to the offer in the YouTube channel. So go ahead and click through that link and make sure you get that. A little free money, Matt. That's kind of nice.
1: It's a no-brainer. And, hey, if you already signed up, go ahead, find a friend that hasn't signed up with FanDuel, a significant other that hasn't fa- signed up with FanDuel, a parent that hasn't signed up with FanDuel. It's $5 to get you 125 and in free bets. Like, it's, it's just – it's an absolute no-brainer, and we are the only place on the internet that you can get it from. So if, if you're not signing up and taking advantage of it, I'm, I'm not really sure why you're on FanDuel.
0: You should be. You should be taking well, advantage
1: uh, of the offer.
0: Again, I don't have any draft props, unfortunately, but you are lucky enough to live in a state that does. Do you have any suggestions <laughs> here for the fine folks looking to get this five or more dollars down? Actually, I like some of these looks. Maybe a little more.
1: Yeah, I was I was poking around, and it's. I mean, it seems like – the first two first two picks have kind of shifted. It was seemed to be Aiden Hutchinson was going to be a lock, and now the odds are swinging heavily in favor of Trayvon Walker. And then, like when something like that happens, it's usually because people know some stuff, and I, it's it's probably a good reason to stay away from it. I know that Shad Khan seems to want Aiden Hutchinson; he's the owner. But it, when when the odds swing that far in one direction, it kind of usually isn't for for without reason. Um, I went with some – essentially, these are Carolina Panthers props because I think this is two of the directions they might go. Kenny Pickett going first over uh, – as, as, as the first QB taken. I don't think a QB is going to be taken um, unless the Lions really shock us with like a Malik Willis pick number two, which I also don't think happens. Um, I, I think Kenny Pickett will be the first QB taken because I, I don't think one's going before sixth. To Carolina. And I think if you're Carolina, you're probably going for a quarterback that's a little bit more, um, neat, neat, more, a little bit more ready to win now. While Malik Willis might have the higher ceiling, Kenny Pickett is a little bit more, I think, advanced and, and kind of ready to play plug in uh, right away. And that coaching staff and Matt Rule has, has been close with Kenny Pickett. They have a relationship with him and they're, uh, they're in a, not necessarily win now mode, but they need to turn it around for fairly quickly. And in a bad division, if you get, you get the right quarterback come and play pretty well early. Um, he could save a job, maybe a little bit easier than Malik Willis could. Uh, and then Evan Neal, sixth overall, sixth overall is where Carolina's uh, picking at plus 600. The other route I could easily see them going is offensive line. Uh, they had a terrible offensive line last year. I think they allowed the most sacks in the NFL, if not the most right there. I think uh, I, I butcher this name every time, Iki Iguanu, the NC State tackle. I, I, I know of him. I just can never say that name. It always uh, sounds weird to me. But I, I think he's going to go before sixth overall. He, his odds to go sixth overall are plus 700. So if you think he drops, I think he's going to be the first offensive lineman off the board. I just think he goes before sixth. So Evan Neal, the Alabama left tackle, if you're Matt Rule and company, I, I could easily see them if they don't want to go quarterback or if they make a trade for a Baker Mayfield hey, let's just go get the Alabama offensive tackle who plays really well on the left side and bolster that offensive line, so plus 600. Kind of like those odds, too. Um, so there, there you have it. Kenny Pickett, plus 150, first QB. Evan Neal, sixth overall, plus 600.
0: Kenny Pickett is a great quarterback name. I'm it not sure really if he's any is. good, but that is the name profile that you're looking for at, at a good quarterback. So I think he's got a chance.
1: Uh, it's 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 the ideal quarterback name it, it's a fantastic quarterback name i'm all in <laughs> on it kenny pickett's
0: going to be a star you heard it here first on Brownback bets name are handicapping solely on names folks that's the kind of stuff that you definitely shouldn't do but, but name matters as i said anything to distract myself from the sixers who were just awful last night couldn't make a shot tons and tons of turnovers but you know i'm sure glenn rivals will figure something out right he's he's good at adjusting and um It'll be, you guys will be
1: fine. You're going to win the series.
0: It's going to be really (laughs) weird if they have to come home to play game seven. That is Is, not going to be an arena receptive to. to Is Embiid kind of banged
1: up now? Is he hurt again? Is that what I'm hearing?
0: his fingers a little messed up i think he hurt his elbow last night it's he's just kind of picking up some knickknack injury stuff and again there's just no adjustments toronto continues to find ways to attack him and there's just not any secondary moves here yet so uh, maybe someone somewhere will try something different we'll see but what the heck we'll see one out of two right we're gonna win one out two you're gonna get uh, it you'll be fine don't worry about it what do we got tonight we got three games tonight, and, uh, you know, I got two bets here. I was trying to get the third one. The game, I didn't really know what to do. The Phoenix Suns have looked just uh, not themselves here without Devin Booker, which is interesting because they've had spells throughout the season where they've had a chance to play without all these guys, but the Pelicans really doing a great job inside, crushing them on the board. So we'll see what they can do tonight. But the other two games look nice to me. I think the Memphis Grizzlies are in a great Bounce back spot tonight. It's nice that Andy's not here. He doesn't have to hear me talk badly about the Minnesota Timberwolves, and it's not even really talking badly about the Timberwolves as much as the Grizzlies. Again, should be a really nice bounce back spot here. Um, you heard the coach Taylor Jenkins talk a lot about the free throw situation. You look at the last game, the Minnesota Grizzlies. I'm sorry, the Minnesota Timberwolves had forty free throws. Memphis only twenty five. That is just a huge disparity. I think we'll see that come a lot closer. We also saw a little bit of a down shooting night from Memphis for, from three. Um, Again, all these things I think will balance out. And Memphis at home, I think they start to put a little bit of a stranglehold on this series and take care of business tonight. I had this closer to eight myself. And then the Miami Heat minus six and a half. We did see Clint Capella play last game. He is listed at questionable. And if there's a chance he doesn't play, this number should be out closer to 10. If he does play kind of, you know, at less than 100%, like we saw from last game, I still have this closer to eight, almost eight and a half, um, you know, somewhere in that range. So... Just like the heat here, they're at home. They're in a chance to close out this series. They know that Philadelphia is faltering a little bit, and they have a chance to kind of get some rest here, maybe get Kyle Lowry healthy for that series. And I think we'll see a great effort from Spalster tonight. You've seen how much better the team has been. I mean, really the only game Miami didn't play well is the game in which Kyle Lowry got hurt. And talked about that a little bit. It's really hard to not only make adjustments in games with these playoff games you come in with such a strong script and such an expectation of kind of what's going to happen it it makes it even harder to make those changes on the fly so I think we'll see um Spolster put something together here and the Heat will take care of business tonight so like both of these um games happy to lay the points feel free to do you know the goofy money line parlay there's no value in it but what the heck it's fun
1: I'm I'm with you on that Grizz I don't know I haven't watched enough of the the Heat Hawks series I know Dan is I think I saw him tweeting this morning about how the Hawks have had a, a nice season, but this is probably kind of it for them, especially if Clint Capel is kind of banged up. I, I like that heat line a lot. Um, Grizzlies-Timberwolves one is one I just can't seem to I, – I I feel like I've been on the wrong side of that every time. I just can't seem to get a finger on it. It's been a really wildly entertaining series to watch, so I've had a lot of fun
0: with that one. It's really up and down. It, it's been great, and um, Zane, I'm not going to respond to your question about Glenn Rivers closing out, but congratulations on your Celtics to win the East bet. That's very nice. You're in good shape. Do you call him Glenn because you don't like, to, you don't want to like
1: call him doc because you don't, is, is that a, his, is that name, like is a d- his name is Glenn Rivers. <laughs>
0: He's not a doctor. As far as I can tell, I have done the research. I don't know why he has earned this nickname, but he will be Glenn Rivers for further notice.
1: Um, I'm all, I'm, I'm all with you there on, on spite nicknames or spite name calling. I like it. I like it. He's Glenn Rivers <laughs> to me then too. I got a Phillies bet. If you want to talk cool. about some Phillies baseball.
0: Let's do it. Some baseball. The Phillies, I mean, they got to be due. they got to start hitting the ball. It's finally starting to get nicer out here. What are are we doing?
1: I I like their over tonight with the Colorado Rockies, over eight runs at minus 106, so pretty close to even money. I I know the Phillies have kind of stumbled out of the gates here. I think they're, what, 7 and 10? But, like, you look at their offensive numbers as a team, like they're not really that bad. I think they're hitting over 250 as a team. They're averaging about a home run a game. They just kind of need to start hitting with some runners in scoring position. Bryce Harper is going to get hot here eventually. And I don't know, new week at home. Uh, Kyle Schwarber just had that little outburst. And sometimes that weirdly galvanizes teams and kind of sparks them a little bit. They're going up against the pitcher, And uh, Herman Marquez, who's been not all that great so far this year. His ERA is like just under four seven. Uh, I, I think he's allowed like four home runs through 16 innings pitch this year. So he, he hasn't he, he's been allowing the long ball hasn't been great. Zach Uffin's on the mound for Philly. He hasn't been good this year. His ERA is over five. So I, I think that's a matchup that you know two teams to hit the ball pretty well in a fairly hitters friendly park in Philly. Um, I, I think Philly's due for an outbreak. I think it that close to even money. I like the over eight there. Um, my White Sox, I'm going to I'm going to give you Andrew Vaughn, two plus total base is 145. Sox are coming home after what we talked about was an absolutely brutal home stand, or I'm sorry, road trip uh, for a homestand now in Cleveland and Minnesota. Um, as much as that White Sox lineup has scuffled from the start, Andrew Vaughn has had a really, really good start to the year. He, he's probably been the White Sox best, most consistent hitter, maybe outside of Tim Anderson, but I think I'd even argue Vaughn's been right there with him. Um, Vaughn's Two-plus total bases, plus 145. The Royals are throwing Daniel Lynch, who's a left-hander. The White Sox hit left-handed pitching really well. Andrew Vaughn hits left-handed pitching really well. You look at his splits last year, and so far this year, he's been a little bit better against righties too, but he usually crushes left-handed pitching. Uh, Lynch has an ERA over five, so he has been very good this year. Don't want to touch anything near the money line or the run line because the White Sox are throwing Dallas Keuchel, who has just been an absolute disaster so far. Um, but I, I do like the White Sox bats to wake up a little bit. And, and Vaughn's been their best hitter so far this year, or at least one of them. So I really like that value. And uh, going with producer Dan's Braves against the Cubs. This is uh, not a total homer pick fading the Cubs or, or picking Dan's Braves. Um, but if you look at the pitching matchup, Max Freed had a, a rough two first two starts fit to, to the season. But went to last, last start out, went to L.A. And, and shut down that lineup. I think it was seven shutout innings or so. Uh, in a 3-1 win there in L.A., so it seemed like he kind of figured himself out there against you know the best lineup in the league, probably. Marcus Stroman's throwing for the Cubs tonight. He's been brutal. His ERA is just under 9. Uh, he, he's given up long balls. He's struggling with command. Uh, I, I don't really like his spot, or his matchup tonight against the Braves, so I'm going to take the Braves with Freed kind of figuring it out and, and fading Marcus Stroman, who's been pretty brutal to start the year there, plus
0: money. I dig it. I like the, like the two-plus bases thing. It's As you were talking through it, I didn't realize there was how many ways you could actually do that. It's a single and a steal. It's a double. No, it's I'm actually on. just through hits.
1: It is just through uh, hits, uh, unfortunately. Because I I, I, um, I had a Luis Robert one on. I, I did too. I had a Luis Robert prop, I believe it was. I, well, did, I might have no, even I been on this show, show, but his first at bat or second at bat, he, he got his first hit of the game and then stole second. I was like, wait, does that count? Does that hit? And I Googled it, it does not hit, but he still picked up a hit later in the game and I won the bet anyways. But yeah, that, that's that's still a fun one because, I don't know, it, it's one. you're always just one swing of the bat away and there's more value than to pick up a hit. But you're, you're always just one swing of the bat away. Hitter can be 0 for 4 coming up in the bottom of the ninth and you can still have a chance. And with a lot of guys, like if you have a read on your team, like I, I have a read on, on Andrew Vaughn. I watched him play a lot of baseball. I watched the White Sox play a lot of baseball. He's been their best hitter this year, but if you look at the Sox odds, he has like the sixth best odds at two plus total bases. So that's kind of a little bit of a lean you might have on some sports books that maybe don't come around to, you know, the guys in your team's lineup that you know a little bit, you know, know pretty well because you watch the team every day that Vegas kind of hasn't quite come around to yet.
0: I can dig it. So quiet afternoon. There's no afternoon baseball. I checked. no basketball till tonight. And I'd like to tell you, you could watch these tennis matches I'm going to talk about, but, um, you know, do that on an incognito window, definitely <laughs> don't do that on a work computer or anything that like that. That going to be my it's, question. Yeah, you're, you're going to have to maybe do something. And double check the itf website sometimes they run actual um a couple matches and it's hard to tell so you might be able to find it through the itf website actually but if you don't you know be careful there but two tennis matches actually this afternoon again the big tournament in madrid doesn't start until i believe thursday we might have some matches on wednesday um Qualifying did start today, but the way all those lines sort of came out, it was late last night, and the matches are basically just about finished. But we're back in Charleston on the green clay again, the ITF level. This is a W one hundred, so you know, kind of high end AA baseball, if you will, at this point, um or maybe triple baseball. I'm not really sure. Anyway, um, a pretty solid field overall, um, and two matches I like here and. Uh, Two matches I like just from mostly a numbers perspective. It's hard to get into this first one. Jamie Loeb is not in great form, but she's playing Amina Bektas, another woman who's not in terribly great form. Loeb generally does well here. Um, If you go back and look, one of the things that's important for players is making sure that they're comfortable on certain surfaces, and it's a combination of the surface, the location, and honestly the ball. And Certain tournaments um, change things up, and again, this has been a good spot for Loeb who probably could use a little bit of a transition back to a – maybe more hard court like surface again this is a green clay so not quite the same thing as what we'll see for the French Open in the European clay season so far but I have this closer to minus 160 honestly so happy to grab minus 120 anything minus 130 or better looks good and Alicia Parks has actually been playing solid um won a couple bets for us in some of these smaller events uh, goes against Caroline Dahlhyde who I've mentioned a few times and happy to fade her again here I have this closer to Parks minus 130 so anything minus 110 or better looks good both of these again will be this afternoon lobe around 2 30 and i'm sorry actually parks will be tomorrow so Loeb this afternoon and parks will be early tomorrow morning probably
1: all right i'm on board usually you have some plus money picks i'm a little bit disappointed we don't have a plus money one on the board but that's maybe just because i have a problem with loving betting plus
0: money odds. <laughs> there was one but unfortunately it started just before the show so we, we missed out on if uh let me see if the madison english matches started yet if it has not feel free to play her at like plus 300 or better it's delayed oh. so you have a chance madison Inklus looking for the madrid qualifiers at a plus 300 or better you should be able to find a nice decent number on her she plays with Varga or treva whatever play it looks like restarts
1: okay plus 300 he piqued my interest there i was i was expecting when i asked for a plus money but you to give me something like plus 120 plus 140 you just throw out 300 i love
0: it that's you know there's always something going on that's the beauty of tennis matthew <laughs> should i make some hockey picks it might as well. I mean, I'm disappointed here. I see a minus on here, but I'll, I'll I know, me.
1: but I got some, I got some reasoning for this one. also, I don't know if you <laughs> caught it last night, but in a, in a basement battle there, my Blackhawks took down your flyers. I don't, I don't know what we should have had some sort of mayor's bet up may, uh, mayor's bet about that, but it, I don't think the game means anything at all. And probably just helps flyers draft position. So you're welcome, but big one for the Blackhawks last night. The men, absolutely nothing. Um, but I'll get to some Ranger, uh, to some hockey bets here. My my first bet, like you mentioned, it, it's minus money, but uh, I just I really feel the under is the play here. Rangers and Hurricanes. We've been talking about their race in in the Metro Division. Uh, it's a must-win game for the Rangers. I believe the Hurricanes have a have a two-point lead on on the Rangers. Both teams with just two games to play. Um, this one's going to have a little bit more of a playoff feel to it. I, I think it's going to be played a little bit tighter. Uh, the Rangers have been very good defensively and at home their last couple of games. I think their last uh, three or four, they've allowed like uh, no more than two goals. Um, I think they also have back-to-back shutouts in their last two home games, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and Carolina, um, they're a very solid, sound defensive team they can score to. But I, just, I, I like this one to have a little bit more of a playoff feel because I also think it's probably a playoff preview of a series we're going to see in the second round. Uh, last time these two teams played it was like two weeks ago. I think it was four to uh, four to two final, so it hit right at six. But I just I just expect this one to be a tightly contested game, um, and and if the Rangers are going to be the, the playoff success that a lot of teams think they are, I think it kind of starts tonight with showing that they can play playoff hockey against a really good team in Carolina. So I like the under there, um, and then Blues plus four uh, plus one forty two moneyline uh, at Colorado. Colorado um, has been. They've had everything locked up for the last you know week or two. They've lost their last four, not because they're a bad team. They're still the best team in the West, but more so because they have nothing to play for. Um, not much really going for them, and they're just resting, getting healthy, making sure everybody's fresh for the playoffs. Now, do they turn it up against a possible second-round opponent uh, in the Blues and try and play them a little bit tougher because they know that could be a playoff matchup, maybe get a little more ready for that? Sure, that's possible, but the Blues have so much more to play for. Uh Minnesota plays at home against Arizona tonight. So that's pretty much a sure win. They're both tied, I believe, at 109 points with with the Wild having a game in hand. Um, So if the Blues want any chance to to have home ice in that first-round matchup with Minnesota, this one is an absolute must-win. They're still going to face an uphill battle, but they they have to have this one pretty much because Minnesota is very likely going to go and get that win against the Coyotes. Um, So I I like, like I've been doing the last couple weeks, these you know, teams that are good with, with things to play for, uh, and, and not, not the Avalanche are a bad team because they're obviously the best team in hockey, but they have really nothing to play for right now, and it's been showing the last week or so with them as they've dropped four straight. So Blues plus 142 on the money line, and then as much as it pains me, a minus money under uh, of Rangers Hurricanes under six.
0: I can dig it. Now, I'm looking in the chat here. There's apparently Champions League soccer today. Do you follow this stuff at all? Because I'm poking around. We've got Manchester City at home against Real Madrid. I'm looking at a total of 2.75. Manchester's a pretty heavy favorite. What do we got? I
1: I can't handicap that stuff to save my life. But, you know, when it's on, I I do like – I mean, I'm a very, very, very casual soccer fan in terms of when it's a matchup of teams like Manchester City and Real Madrid. I'll probably tune in for a little bit. Um, but I, I do know on Betsperts, I believe it's uh, Dylan Esma usually has great previews for us. He's tweeted it out. We're going to retweet his piece. So if you're looking for some picks, that's probably a, a good place to start. He, he's been pretty on so far, or spot on with it with his Champions League picks. Or you can just go bother Andy on Twitter. Like that's fine too. He's he's usually pretty uh, yeah. Hop pretty
0: over to the golf the show. Just ask him in the chat. He'll be there. Yeah,
1: get in the golf show chat. Start, start
0: start asking
1: him soccer betting questions. I'm sure he'd be more than willing to help you out.
0: Seems maybe like an over. I don't know how the first legs of these things go, but this Manchester City team does seem sure seem to score a lot of goals here. So we'll see how it goes again. Hop over now that we're done. I think that's it. That's all we got. Jump over to the golf show. Say hi to Andy. See has a soccer pick for you. Again, make sure you check out the link in the description for that great NFL draft prop. All you have to do is bet $5 or more on a prop, and you get $125 in site credit from our sponsor, FanDuel. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow.